Hi, I'm Charlie, and this is Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders. Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders is available both in podcast, wherever you get great podcasts, and on video on our YouTube channel, Cooking Secrets for Men. So I'm very pleased to have as a guest today, Andre Lee Ellis. Andre? Hey. Pleasure. Hey, mine too. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Andre is, um, just, you can describe him as a community activist, but I think that is such a misnomer because community activist to me is someone who's trying to affect change. You actually do affect change. Mm -hmm. So there's got to be another name, community person who gets stuff done person. I don't, I don't Alive. <laughs> You're alive. That's great. Alive. Just, just call it that. Andre is, is one of our the people who definitely affect change here. So we'll get to the community work in a little bit. So let's talk about where we usually start at the beginning. Let's know where you were born, where you grew up, and yeah. how that led to um, your formation of uh, where the person you became. Wow. Okay. So Milwaukee, Wisconsin is mm -hmm. where I was born. Lava Projects. Sixth mm -hmm. and Brown Street is where I remember most being born, although my mom said I was born on, on 10th and Ring Street. Interesting that I ended up later in life doing work over there. Uh -huh. Ninth of 14 children, six on one end, ninth or fifth on the other. I'm sixth, ninth on one end and sixth on the other end. Gotcha. You know what end you start from. Nine sisters, five brothers, but there are 11 survivors. Three gotcha. passed on. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom was an incredible woman. Stepdad, Arthur Crawford, hardworking man who uh, had a lot of children too. But Lapham Projects is, is probably where I most remember being um, community and being what family is. I remember being a very little boy, you mm -hmm. know, I was six, seven, eight years old and yeah. outside playing at midnight because we had to stay in the backyard and our parents were on the porch or other neighbors were watching and you dare not leave and anybody that's not supposed to be in that backyard but not venture into their other law otherwise we were the law right and we took matters and matters were taken into our own hands and and it often wasn't pretty but it was protective and we learned what family and community was about that's what lapham projects did for me and now it's carver park homes or something like downtown sure. homes mm -hmm. right there at six and um brown street okay and i'll be forever grateful to that okay so andre's having a little nosh before we we cook i don't you didn't have breakfast mm. i'm just very natural you know what i'm saying <laughs> you're gonna get the real andre you come having Oh, you want the sophisticated? You want the bougie? No, 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 no. I want Andre. Mm -mm. Andre's here. So Andre's having a little Sunday. This is good. Little crunch this masters. This is good too. Uh, you got to keep me under control. Absolutely. Nobody told you that. I know you're a character, uh, and have some character. So, um, talk a little bit about your early work history mm. and how that eventually led you into community activism. Mm. Come a my very, my very first job was at McDonald's. Uh huh. Everybody's got a first job. Mm hmm. Very first job was at McDonald's, 161 West Wisconsin Avenue was the address, right down there across the street from Grand Avenue. Oh, sure. trip is still there. No, it's not. I remember Claude Blackman and Marshall and Paulette and Mary and Kathy and, 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 and even Michelle Pitts, who now owns the Blue Pitts Mortuary. They were the managers huh. within that McDonald's, and so that was my first job, and so... Even naming people that are named there, people that activated their lives into the community and did a lot of work over the years uh -huh. and, and have watched them and have supported me in the work that I did. And so I think being around people like that growing up um, 
because I have so many, so many brothers and sisters. Our house was a community. Right. <laughs> yes, it was. But you have fourteen or so siblings. I mean, come on now. My mother had to make two or three pots of spaghetti to make it make it work and happen for for us. Or fry up a whole bunch of fish, you know, on right. Fridays. You know, so. What led me to community is just, just I think my interest in the arts at an early age, right. reading and reading and reading Martin Luther King's speeches and hearing them and wanting to imitate them and listening to the words and it becoming embedded in me at six, seven years old. Seven years old, I was singing full of solos in church yeah. with the Dill Choir at Jericho Missionary Baptist Church. You want me to stop so you can ask a question? No, <laughs> no. This is, this, uh, I've had several people out here that all you can do is wind them up and let them go. Come on, I'm one of the several. That's I right, absolutely. This. Wind me up. Absolutely. Baby. No, so, um, but you, you mentioned the arts. Mm -hmm. And so that does lead into uh, some of your early work. So you did, you worked in the arts for many years. Mm -hmm. um, so talk a little bit about that. And then that led you back to Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. I started out with the Hansberry Sands Theater back in 1984, I think, or so. Uh -huh. I decided I wanted more, so I moved to New York City and attended the Herbert Burgoff School of the Arts. Stayed uh -huh. there for three, three and a half years or so. From there, I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, to work with Jumanji Productions, and had a chance to do a little television work on In the Heat of the Night television show. Uh -huh. I was uh, standing up for Hard Rounds, and it was really funny right. because, no, but don't get excited. That all that meant is that I set the lights and right. make it. So then I had to move so he could come in and be. Nobody never knew I was there. You know what I mean? Except a couple of times I got to be in some shots as an extra or something like that. But um, that experience led me back to Milwaukee to um, say that I wanted to contribute. That a lot of people here that were very talented didn't get the experience that I did to go out in such a, a vagabond style. You know gypsy style and learn it from the bottom up, grassroots, to survive the roads of, 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 of trying to be an actor in, or active in the actor's life. And so New York City, Atlanta, that travel prepared me for that. So when I came back to Milwaukee, I was well prepared to start that theater company. And so I started Andre Mills and Company. Okay. So that was your first foray into community work mm -hmm. on a larger scale, mm -hmm. the Andre Lee Ellis uh, Theater? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, theater company or theater? Andre Lee Ellis and Company. And Company. Okay, great. So that that gets you um, started in working in the community. So you do a lot of work in the 53206 area code, zip code. It's not an area code, it's a zip code. So some of our top leaders in the area are from there. The mm -hmm. Mayor of Cavalier Johnson's mm -hmm. 53206, uh, County Exec Dave Crowley. Mm -hmm. Our uh, Congresswoman, our, the Dean of Wisconsin Congress, Gwen Moore, all have been on the show, but they all were born and resided in, at some point or another, 53206. But it's one of the poorest neighborhoods in the city, in the region, and one of the poorest in the country. So talk about your efforts to affect change in that neighborhood. Where would Milwaukee be? Where would Milwaukee be if it was not 453206? and its participants throughout the history of this city, black, white, green, or otherwise, that has given it a story that will become history forever, for whatever reason, bad or good, because when you really look at it, there are a lot more better stories that come out of it than there are bad. When you look at the successes, but we tend to make the money and set the budgets and things based on the poverty needs right. of, 
of a place. And so in our communities, we've been the scapegoat a lot of times. A lot of times. And, the, and the poverty exists to me because the lack of attention or the lack of coming together, the lack of saying no more, lack of saying give a little more, get a little more and make it happen. Because the lack of knowledge and the teaching is affecting the vision of the people to move effectively together. And that confusion makes people angry and so have a lot of mental, um, mental illness needs. Right. Mental health issues, sure. mental health challenges. I, I, and I say mental because we all have it. We, we, we all have it. Sure. And, and, and since COVID, and since COVID, it's a whole nother effect on the mental, you know, and coming Absolutely. out and coming yeah. out of that, you know. For all, from this to this, the little kids to big kids, it stretches the gamut, but you're absolutely correct. That we, was the, I mean, with all that has happened, with all that happened in COVID, we come out of it acting like, trying to act like it never happened, get our hair fixed, get some Botox, you know. <laughs> Go get a $10 membership of Planet Fitness and... Will Botox help me? And it's, it's, I don't know, but it's still here. Right. It's still here and people are still dying from it, people are still sick from it, and then other things are coming. And I, I think that when it comes to 53206, what is most important, watch this, what is most important, we have not put the concentration on. There's some better outcomes that can happen in 53206 that could take Milwaukee to a whole nother level if we would just go and make them happen collectively. It's going to take unification to do it. Absolutely. So you have been involved in many initiatives here in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. um, some that come to mind is the We Got This Community Garden, oh, oh. Um, the 500 uh, Black Tuxedos yes. event for young men. And the, the birthday giveaway you had a, either a year or two ago where you, you gave away hundreds of bicycles on your birthday. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, but on your birthday, you're supposed to get the gifts. That is the gift. Okay, great. When you give, you, you get. Know, I'm, so I'm kidding. When you, when you give, you get. So when you Absolutely. Get, so get. let's give a, a little a shout out to Will and Sprocket because they were a partner with you on that. Man, day. Will and Sprocket is by far one of our greatest participators in helping sponsor and partnering and making sure that good healthy initiatives are pushed and put out there that people learn the importance of cycling, the importance of walking and getting up and moving and, right. and how it brings a neighborhood together. It's something that a grandparent can do with a grandchild and you can even have your baby strapped safely to the bicycle and you can do it and Will and Sprocket has bicycles of all kinds, all shapes, all sizes, all prizes to accommodate your financial and physical needs. <laughs> Go by Will and Sprocket at the Bayview location. Tell them Andre Leo sent you. Another unpaid commercial for Wheel of Sprocket. You gotta edit it out. You gotta no, edit not, it out. We're absolutely not editing this out. Don't edit we're, it. we're keeping this. <laughs> um, so talk about the other um, the ones we did, I know that the community garden is a big deal. I know you're, you've Cage. invested a lot of that, it's called Cage. And then uh, one thing that is, I think is fabulous, is the 500 black tuxedo. So yeah. talk a little bit about the, the community garden, because I know that's ongoing. And then we can delve a little bit into when, the when, when When I saw the faces and the outcome of little black boys who had never ever worn a dress shirt or a tie or never, Never been called son. You know what I mean? That's, that's how I get their attention. When I put my hand on their shoulder and look in their eyes and say, look at me, son. And then for the first time, they say pops to somebody. 
And then I see a tear roll down their face. And I say, what you crying for? And it's the toughest guy who had a gun on the video the other night with the money going in the video. Right. And he's crying now. And I said, what you crying for? He said, because nobody never called me that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the birth dad. I'm the earth dad. You know what I'm saying? I'm made to provide by provide for them. So the 500 black tuxedo, when they put that tuxedo on, and this is the sixth year coming up, we're planning it now. The thing is that people aren't dumb or stupid. The people that know better and know what it takes to operate a nonprofit or do things the way I do it know that I take big risk and begging and right. put myself out there. And I don't live, I don't live a, a profitable life in some area other than how blessed I am. Sure. Because I really do get off on other people being happy. Um, talk a little bit about the community garden because I think that's a... Man, your garden has um, opened things up for me. I deal with a few chronic illnesses. I have high diabetes, high blood pressure, and I have congestive heart failure. I've had four heart attacks that I've survived and um, I'm blessed. Mm -hmm. And the garden has done that. In the garden, the garden is the secret. When you talk spiritually and when you talk biblically or whatever, and I don't want to get into that because everybody has their thing. Sure. Stevie wanted to say everybody's got a thing, but somebody, some don't know how to handle it. You know, don't you worry about a thing. Uh, that's Stevie Wonder. 1980. Yeah. What you know about that? Huh? What you know about that? Hey, what you know about that? That's where I grew up. I grew up on Motown. You grew up on Motown. I'm, I'm a child of the 60s. Wow. Okay. So, now what's the question again? The garden. Put that in there. So in the garden. So with the garden, uh, I noticed that when young black, the first young black boy that I had in the garden, Jermaine, happened because he had been robbing and stealing in the neighborhood. He's 11 years old. His mother knocked on my door at 3 p.m. and said, they got Jermaine. They got Jermaine. I got to go get him. Mr. Andre, you got to go get him. And so then I said, well, where's Jermaine's father? I don't know where Jermaine's father is. And so I said to her, I said, don't worry about it. We got this. I'm coming down. We got this. Let's go. So we went to the 53rd, the 5th, on, on, on Locust and 4th right. Street. That's the 5th District. Yeah. And Ray Wobokowski was the liaison yeah. officer there. And we talked with Ray, and Ray said, I'm all, wow, I love this idea. I said, well, I made up a little lines. So I was like, well, you can't arrest Jermaine. He's 11 years old. And Jermaine is to be a part of a project of Saturday because there's a vacant lot inside mm -hmm. my um, house. And that's another story because I found out what that was after the boy got shot in the street the first week that I was there and I came in the house and the bullets sounded like somebody was shooting at me. It's complicated, you all. You don't know my story, but come <coughs> on in. So, Jermaine. And so, Jermaine. And so I said to the officer, said, oh, I love the idea. I love the idea, but I talked to the captain. What's the name of your program? And so I made it up, and I just said, we got this. <laughs> Which is what I said to the mother before we went over there. And she was looking at Jermaine. I said, yeah, start Saturday, Jermaine. No, he's, no, he's got to be here at 8 o'clock. And Jermaine is like, this dude is good. Making this right, Jermaine? He's like, yeah. That's what Andre, you know, I knew the little bad booger would know how to agree. He know how to stay, you know what I'm saying? He know how to roll. Yes, sir. 11 years old, he was so excited. But that Saturday, my life changed because Jermaine showed up in the garden. And, um, he had to be there at 8 o'clock because my rule is that if you were late, you couldn't work. Jermaine, about 7.30, I heard somebody putzing around. It was Jermaine in the garden early. 
and we worked, and Jermaine worked so hard. And in the middle of the work, Jermaine stopped me, looked at me, said, Mr. Andre, can I say something to you? And I said, yes, Jermaine, and he said, Mr. Andre, I'm not as bad as they say I am. I said, what do you mean by that, Jermaine? He said, the people that are supposed to show me better don't. He said, until today. Right. And I was like, this little booger trying to be slick. He think he's slick. He's trying to sweet talk <laughs> me, you know what I'm saying? I ain't no girl, you know what I'm saying? So, so, <laughs> so, and, and, and so he worked really hard. I paid him, and later that day, I saw him walking here, all white, man. He had cleaned himself up. He looked so good. He had a fresh haircut. And I'd holler out the car, Jermaine, me and my wife, Angela, hey, baby. And uh, I hollered out the car. I said, Jermaine, what's going on? But he said, man, Mr. Andre, I finally get to go state skating. He said, that $20 I made today, he said, I'm take $5 and get on the bus to go there and back. He said, then the other $5, I pay my way in and get my skates. And he said, and with the other five, I'm going to buy me a, a popcorn and soda. He said, and then the other five, I got me a haircut. That's great. It's a great story, and that's how it started. And now then he showed up the next week with five more friends because he told them if they came and worked in the garden, they'd get 20 bucks. That's how I started begging for money. So I got five kids down here. I need y'all to come down here and pay. And people start showing up, and now 15 years later, I put a post on Facebook every Saturday mm -hmm. morning, and, and I ask people to come and help. And although it's a struggle and it's tight, people come. Some people say, you shouldn't ask like that. Now, but if I don't ask, I won't have. Right. It's, what I should do is deal with the money, what we say we're going to do with it, and make sure that it's accounted for in that way. Make sure that those boys are not out here saying they're not doing down there what they say. They don't take the money and pay us. The boys are letting you know if they get paid or not. Come down there and put it in their hands and kneel down next to somebody who never had somebody say to them, I believe in more than they tell me not to. Right. Because the news say don't believe the little black boys. <clears throat> well, one of the things I want to do is uh, put a link in the description box for this of where people can donate and how they can get involved if they want to. Because um, you know, even though the term nonprofit means you're not allowed to turn profit, you, you still need money to operate. Yeah. So it's um, tax deductible. Yes, absolutely. It's so people that want to give can go to. You want me to give that now? Yeah. People that want to give, they can always go to Cash App, dollar sign the cage M K E, dollar sign T H E C A G E M K E, or PayPal the cage M K E. You can go there. You can also visit our website at, at www.thecagemke.com. My email personally is Andre Lee. We're not going to give out your email. Don't do it. No. Nah. Because I was going, you see, I was a motor mouth. We're not, we're not giving out emails here or phone numbers. Information Highway. Information Highway. Right. If you wanted to find it, people could find it if they wanted to. We were just, we'll just, I'm out there. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah. That's a Maya, you know, people. Um, so, but, th but thank you, though, for this opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. People, want to, uh, people always want to get involved in, in um, things that touch them. And I think this is, you know, especially uh, you, you in this know, community. Another thing I want to mention on Saturday mornings uh -huh. at, at 8.30 a.m. on our my Facebook Live, Andre Lielis Facebook page, uh -huh. we um, do a live conversation with the young brothers at the firehouse on Cage, and it's about an hour and a half, 8.30 to about 10, and it's really very informative and gives you an insight to how the young men think and feel and the accomplishments that they're making, and we're really excited this week. Just yesterday, 
Um, I was in, the day before yesterday, I was in Kenosha with a young man, and he had his driver's license uh, privileges restored, uh -huh. yeah. you know, which is a big, big deal sure. for somebody who never thought they could legally drive again, and now they have a, a, a truck that they can register legally and they can begin to write contracts for it legitimately, start its own Great. LLC. That's important. And Quentin is getting all of um, his bad records expunged. Uh -huh. I'm going, right? You, 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 you're doing fine. Um, so I, I wanted to um, talk about uh, the work in the community you've done has um, been one of the driving forces behind um, the mural that's up at 14th. There's a big, big head of you. Did you call me a big head? No, no, I said your big you head is on the... You said you called me a big... The picture big, is of his head. You all heard that. The picture is of his head. people name, you call me a big head. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a great honor. It's a, There's African-American leaders in the community. Yes. Um, there's a, a 14 or 15 or so. I don't know. I've seen it. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, and... So I know you're not done. So what else, what's coming up for you um, you know moving what? forward? Moving forward is growing food, number one. Mm -hmm. I want to grow so much food for people. I want to see us grow so much food that we become very effective in the produce industry as it relates to bringing us to the table to talk about what heals, what helps, and the way to do it, and the other options that people can have naturally. Maybe somebody will have to depend on the medicine, the traditional medicine that they have and stuff right. like that, but there's some people that have healed themselves because of not doing that and choosing to do green vegetables that are fresh that they grow in the soil themselves. Uh, I want to become instrumental in getting that information out there and seeing people make healthier choices because I think when people eat better, they think better, they sleep better, and they and, and they stay out of the way better. Right. Um, so, talk a little bit about your family. My family married to a wonderful woman. Hey baby, I'm sure she's going to see this one way or the other. Angela, Angela, and I have been married 15 years now, uh -huh. as of December 20th, so we just hit that number, and the best thing ever happened to my life. Uh -huh. um, I know that probably what people expect one to say, but I have no other story other than that. That um, that's, that's fine with me. When God talked about... I say the same thing. When God talked about the favor of that, that a wife brings to one life, um, because of how I live my life, I get to receive that favor best because I don't do anything contrary to uh -huh. what makes that favor happy. You know what I mean? Sure. So, so my wife is the true matriarch of our family. We've got about 16 grandchildren. Wow. We had um, six children. Our son passed away three years ago now, Lauren, um, our oldest. And so now we have five children left and 16 grandchildren. We live on 60th of Berlin and 53206 zip code. And for some reason, I can't get away from there. My mom is 91. She's in the hospital today, but we're finding out that everything is okay. So shout out to mom, Ola Mae Crawford, the mother of 14 children. And um, 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 grandchildren, great, 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 great. Every great word that go in front of children, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much it. My dad died when my mom was three months pregnant with me. So wild. Uh, I never got to know who he is. Out of 14 children, I was the only one I never met his dad. Oh, sorry to hear that. So, um, we call this serious people with serious jobs having a little fun. So we're having a little fun today. So, what are we making? Man, Andre Lee, 
it's macaroni and cheese. And it's my style, so don't judge because I ain't measuring nothing, nothing. We just pinching and throwing. It's soul that's, food, that's baby. That's how the best cooks work. It's soul food, baby. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to do it where you want to taste it. I, I, you know, good. Andre Lee's macaroni and cheese. That's what you asked me. Right? That's right. Mac and cheese. So um, we have a rule of thumb that's in my house: is there's no such thing as too much butter, and I, I think we're gonna prove that today. So, all right. So um, we've done a little prep work. Um, let us get set up, and then we'll move over to the stove, and we'll put together Andre Lee's mac and cheese. Let's do it. All righty. All right. We're here at the. Uh, so, so Andre, take it away. All right, man, I'm excited. Hey, how you doing? So Andre Lee's macaroni and cheese, and we've already done, we've already um, prepared the noodles here. We got here, the first thing I'm gonna add is a little bit of black pepper. I, I don't add um, salt to things that, that I prepare. Okay. Uh, because I allow people to add their own salt. Now I may add some seasoning salt or some sort of herbs or, or something to, to things, but as you can see, I'm a black pepper lover. So Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of mix that up. I'm kind of the kind of guy that likes it. As I add ingredients, I, I mix things up. The next thing I'm going to add is I, I pre-softened uh, some butter, as you can right, see. That's it. Irish butter, right? Irish butter. I like mm. it because it pulls it together. It's so that's a half a pound. That's eight ounces. And that's not enough. <laughs> no such thing as too much butter, Andre. I'm probably going to need to add a little bit more butter. We're going, I'm good with that. All right, so we've got some butter, we got pepper, and that was probably a box and a half of macaroni, <clears throat> elbow macaroni. I am going to add a little more butter. Just a little piece on top. Something says on top. And that'll melt during the cooking Process. part. So we have the um, oven at, at 350. 350 preheated. Preheating, so we'll be ready to go. And when we put it in, it'll be about 15, 20 minutes or so? Um, it may be a little longer. 20, 25? I don't know, I like it to brown a little bit on the top. Alright, so we're gonna, we're gonna... Step away and come back. Brown the mac and cheese. It's a little crusty on top. Okay, now here's a secret ingredient that I like. Alright. A lot of people don't know this. This is the Campbell's. I used Campbell's cheddar cheese soup. And, and, and put it in. Campbell's cheddar cheese soup, Andre Lee's special ingredient. But here I am, so the Campbell cheddar cheese soup in with the butter and we mix. Just coming together to make the, a, a good sauce, or but just to get it going, I'm gonna add <laughs> sour cream. Sour cream is what's coming next. So that's a pound of sour cream? I'm not gonna ounces. add all of it. So about a cup? About a cup of molasses or so. So you got a little extra butter, a little sour cream, a little cheddar cheese soup. Alright. I'm gonna add a little bit of butter, but shake it up a little bit. So that's a quart of buttermilk. Not a lot, not all of that. Alright, so you probably about a half a quart. So we're layering. That thing is mounting up, isn't it? Everything's getting melted together. We're gonna add a little bit of half and half to this too. Alright. You wanna help a little bit? You wanna stir a little bit? Absolutely. I'm good at that. Because you want to get that mixed up real good. All right. Cheese. I'm going to add a little bit of half and half. Watch this. All right. Got some half and half coming in. Oh, look at the butter melting. Mm, mm, Don't mm, make mm. a mess. And we have, we, all we've done so far is put the mac and dairy. We haven't put the mac and cheese in yet. We haven't put the cheese into the mac and cheese. And we're going to stir this in. Here, this is me helping. This is you helping. We appreciate you. <laughs> 
reaching my highest level of incompetence. The Peter Principle. I'm Lee's macaroni and cheese, so now we're going to add some mild this cheddar. This is definitely a southern yeah, cheese, cheese, cheese and cheese. People like a lot of cheese in the back and cheese. Absolutely. So you want this in or on top? In. It's going to go in the oven. All right. No, put that in. Everything in right now. All right. We got to feed a lot of people today, so. And we want it to be good. I don't think anyone's going to... Don't have him on the show no more. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to complain. And then we got the white cheddar. So we've got the white cheddar. That's the shut cheddar. Can't have mac and cheese without cheese. And then we're going to put a little layer on top and throw it in the oven. Now here's the secret to the little layer on top. Okay. Oftentimes I find that most people put a big thick layer of cheese on top and uh -huh. you should make a thin layer of cheese on top okay. so that it can cook through and nice and get nice and crispy on top. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of cheese in here. Alright. Alright, you're going to put a little layer of... A layer of cheddar, white cheddar on top and the yellow. And whatever mild is left. Alright. And we have a little bread we're also going to put in the oven and warm. Mm -hmm. And have that with our mac and cheese. Alright, this might be enough for lunch and dinner. Duh. So we're gonna put this in the oven. Alrighty. So we we got the oven ready to roll. See, look at that. Yum. Look at that. Alright. It's in at 350. We're gonna go for how long are you going to put it in for? We're going to put it in for 30 minutes to start. All right, so half an hour. All right, so uh, we're going to let it cook, and we'll be back in half an hour to serve it and see how we did. All right, we're back. <laughs> Andre's getting a little head start with the bread and butter. We have a little loaf of warm bread that we're going to be serving with our mm. mac and cheese. Um, so, Andre, recap what we have here. Andre leaves. Macaroni and cheese, and I'm so excited about my new friend who I'm gonna be coming to eat with once a month. <laughs> and, um, if you're cooking, you're you're more so, than welcome. So, so we made the macaroni and cheese. It's uh, three or four different cheeses, buttermilk and half and half. We baked it in the oven, and now we're gonna gonna try a little bit. And don't forget the butter. Don't forget the butter. Yeah. And it's not. I can't believe it's not butter. It's the good. All right, we gotta give you some of the the crusty stuff on top. I like the bottom stuff too. Though. You can have it all. Ooh, look at that cheese just dripping. Mm, 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 mm. That's good. That's no, good? You can always get more. All right. My turn. I need some. I'm going to get some of the bottom. I'm going to put the crusty stuff on top. I'm going to put my bread in here where it's hot in so it can get more warm. Crusty cheese on top. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I hope it's good. I'm going to put it just a teeny little bit of parsley on. Let me have some of that. Bread. There you go. Jeez, a little bit of parts. This is Andre Lee's mac and cheese. I'm gonna put my napkin in my lap. Alrighty. Nothing left to do but Bless dig in. Needed. Thank you, God, for this food. Thank you for my new friend. I hope you be alright after you eat this. Amen. I'm sure I'll be fine. Ooh. Get a little the crusty cheese on top. You see, I don't like hot food though. I don't like eating food when it's hot. Wow. That's kind of weird. On my and the cheese inside is so pervasive. You can just, it's everywhere. It's a, and the good, it's, gotta, it's gotta do that. Yeah. It's gotta be all over the place. It's not macaroni and cheese if you have to say more cheese, please. Oh. <laughs> a little piece of bread. Mm. That's good, man. This is great. This is worth the wait. Is it? Mm. This is my breakfast. Man. This is my everything. So Andre said, normally we'd let this sit 
for 20 to 30 minutes to let it kind of meld and get together with. We couldn't wait, so we just took it right out of the oven and started eating. I personally think it tastes better the next day. Well, you have to come back tomorrow then. <coughs> after the after your community garden and have some. Hopefully you won't have none. <laughs> we are feeding a few people here, so um, I know they're, they can smell it, and I know they're looking forward to it. I mean, just the butter is just oozing off of it. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I forgot we was taping. I started eating. We're supposed to eat. That's part of it. You definitely want to leave it in long enough to get the crusty part on top, because that's that's part of it. You probably could even left that in a little longer. That crusty crust in there is good. You'd be biting it and get a little bit of that crusty crust. The crusty crust, man. Well, you tur we turned it up to 425 for the last yeah. 15 minutes. For the crusty crust. The crusty crust. Right <laughs> mm. Don't judge me either, because no, I'm eating this right here today. Well, before you take another bite, thanks so much. Oh man, thank you. It was a pleasure to meet you, to have you over here. I feel have like you... I've known you forever. <laughs> I tend to, I, I wanted, I said to you during the, the non-camera session, I like to get involved in some of the stuff you're doing. Um, so we're going to talk about that. And I do want to come by and um, see your Saturday show mm -hmm. and uh, check out the garden and that type of thing. So. And we want to have you do that. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're going to eat all your food. I'm, I'm gone now. I grew up in a time when your parents said, you, you eat your dinner because there's people starving and I want to thank Andre for, Andre the Ellis for coming by. The great work that's being done in the community by as many, many initiatives and ventures out there that's it's really uh, making a difference for a lot of the young people here in our city who desperately need it. Please like and subscribe. Appreciate the support. Every week on Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders, we talk with people trying to make a difference here in Milwaukee. Then we cook something together, and then we eat it. If you want to see how today's recipe was made, please head over to our YouTube channel, Cooking Secrets for Men, where this video of the show is available. Until next time, thanks for supporting Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders. Thanks for listening to another episode of Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders. Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders is brought to you by Cooking Secrets for Men, LLC and was recorded in the Third Ward in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We feature and profile community leaders who are trying to make Milwaukee a better place. The tagline is, serious people with serious jobs having a little fun. Our guests choose the recipes that we use on the show. All of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get great podcasts. The original YouTube video for this episode is available on our YouTube channel, Cooking Secrets for Men, all rights reserved. Thanks, and see you next time on Cooking with Milwaukee Community Leaders.